0: what's up everybody i'm as always your host david west and i'm joined by a good friend of mine good friend of the show miss daniela perez
1: hi i'm so excited to be back
0: i know and when she says back it's because we actually did this uh about a month ago some audio difficulties transpired and we actually had to redo it daniela being the great person she is always willing to come back and uh chop it up so i appreciate you coming <laughs> back on especially after because we had a beautiful conversation. And uh, we obviously we can't use it, but I think we can replicate it here. So I appreciate you taking Absolutely. the time out of your day. So uh, how's everything? How are you?
1: I'm good. I'm honestly, really excited to be back. I'm excited to um, catch up again, just pick up where we left off. So it's gonna be really fun. I'm great.
0: Yeah, again, we had a great conversation. And uh, again, I appreciate you taking the time out of your day as always. And I love to always thank my guests because y'all make the show. So I appreciate it. So, um, Kind of jump in. I always like to start with people's journeys. Um, me and Daniela are class, we're in the same class, we go to the same university. Um, and that's kind of where I want to start because for the people that don't know, you're from Florida, right? And I would love to know and I would love for you to tell my listeners kind of how you ended up at the University of Texas at Austin and how did that even come to pass?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So When I was in high school, I was desperate to get out of Florida. So I'm from South Florida, a town called Boca Raton, an hour north of Miami. And when I was picking colleges, I was kind of like, I don't want to stay here. I want to do something different. And I knew that I wanted to do journalism. I knew I wanted to get into sports journalism. So I was kind of like basing my choices off of good schools with good journalism programs and then schools with good football. And then I came, I got into UT in like February of 2017. I came and visited and like absolutely fell in love with it. And that's how I ended up here. And I have not regretted it since.
0: Yeah. And I think about it because Florida, I mean, you have good football teams. I'm not too fluent on the Florida sports scene, but I know y'all have Florida, UCF. Uh, I guess what about Texas uh, drew your interest that Florida necessarily didn't?
1: yeah, so my other choice is Miami, which in hindsight, not great football, maybe good football <laughs> this year. We'll see. Um but what drew me to Texas was definitely just like me wanting to get out of Florida. I mean, Florida, like flor, like University of Florida has good football. i don't like FSU Miami does too, but I just wanted to do something different. And then when I came here and met the people, like it's just a totally different world. And I just wanted to like kind of expand that kind of meet different people, do something different. So that's kind of how I ended up here.
0: Yeah. Would you say, I guess having been here all of your uh, college uh, career, would you say it's kind of been everything that you kind of expected leaving your home state? Cause that's, I feel like that's kind of underrated because a lot of people, uh, they have that comfort zone in their own state. I mean, me personally, I was trying to get out of Texas because I grew up here. Um, so I understand what you mean by trying to get out of your home state per se. Uh, but would you say it's been kind of everything you wanted? Cause again, I don't think it's easy for people to leave that comfort zone and just go to a whole just move across obviously you yeah. across the country, but you you've moved around. <laughs> so just uh is that everything you thought would, it would be?
1: Yeah honestly, yeah. It's been more than I could have. Honestly, expected. I wanted that like traditional college experience, like in a college town on a college campus, and it it's really lived up to it. And you know, do do I think I'm gonna stay in Texas after I graduate? Probably not, because I'm like that type of person that just like likes to move around. If I stay in one place, you know, I get kind of claustrophobic. And I think like Texas for me was like where I went to college, but and it's been, you know, amazing. But now like moving into the next chapter of my life, like I'm ready to like leave Florida and Texas behind and like do something different. So well, you, depending on jobs, obviously, but
0: hopefully. Yeah. No, hundred percent. So you don't, so going back to Florida is really not in the playing cards at all.
1: <laughs> no, not until maybe I'm like way older. I think I definitely want to like have a family and raise my kids there. But like, that is like way yeah, far we're, away. We're, so Yeah. We,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I understand. Um, going uh and it's so interesting why Why i like to start with people especially people that go to ut i love good, getting into their journeys because i i couldn't have a more different uh sort of come up and sort of opportunity to come to ut because like i always tell people uh ut was not a dream school i didn't even i don't think when i was in high school i knew what ut was and then <laughs> um i ended up going to a different college and i withdrew from that college so it I I always I love jumping in people's journeys going to UT because a lot of people this is their dream school right this is what they wanted yeah not so much over here that just was not in the plan cards same uh, so (laughs) yeah definitely wasn't in the plan cards for me at all um but I'm happy to know that you kind of you've kind of found solace and you this is you've kind of gotten the experience that you have wanted to have right that's a dope thing um kind of like you said you um we we both came in kind of interested in that same thing and that's sports journalism right? Um, right I guess when did you kind of know that sports journalism was sort of your field that you wanted to pursue
1: yeah so kind of funny story-ish so my freshman year second semester I was working at the Daily Texan doing design so I was like making the newspaper and if you've been in the basement of the Daily Texan, it's like the design desk and like right next to it is the sports desk.
0: Yeah. And for the people I that don't know, Daily Texan is our college newspaper at UT. Right. Go ahead, go ahead.
1: Which is amazing. Everyone should try it. Um, it is. So I like knew I wanted to do sports and I didn't know how to like introduce myself to at the time Alex Presenio was working there, who's one of our good friends. Um, so my sophomore year, I didn't do the Texan again. I was just like, kind of like floating around, seeing what I wanted to do. And uh, coincidentally, one day I just went to, um, to Kathleen McElroy's office hours. She's the president of the UT journalism school. And I just told her, Hey, I'm interested in sports. Uh, do you have any tips or anything? She connected me with Kevin Robbins, who has been like my heart and soul, like throughout college, who's a professor here, who's taught us in classes from like, contemporary issues to sports and reporting sports and he recommended that I join the Texan it was like mid-October like the path like tryouts were way past but you know I I shot my shot I guess and I like texted Alex and I was like hey I don't know if you remember me I worked at this like the issue desk for design Mm. but like I'm really interested in doing sports like I know it's late but do do you guys have any openings and they did so that's kind of how it started
0: I guess going back a little further than uh, just college in general, um, what about sports was, uh, why sports I guess specifically, even before coming to UT, what do you, what does sports provide or what do you think about sports that uh, wanted to, cause obviously this is something you want to, you want to pursue full time. So if you wouldn't mind, yeah, what does sports do? Like, what is that for you? Why do you, why do you want to pursue that?
1: Yeah, so I think it kind of started in, I I always knew I was like interested in sports. I was always watching soccer with my dad. Um, So my family is actually not a big football family, which is ironic because football is not my favorite sport. Um, So we would watch a lot of soccer. My dad tried to get me into baseball. I don't really like baseball, but respect it and still still watch it. Um, But then when I got into high school, my high school is a big uh, lacrosse high school. And mm. kind of when I was in high school, I started reporting on the lacrosse team, which was really fun. And I kind of liked, like telling like the lacrosse team story following the season. And then I also like started watching just like the NFL and like really got into it. And then I was yeah. kind of like, wouldn't it just be cool if like I could like pursue something like this. And obviously like there's, you know, women in the industry that I've like I've looked up to and seen and I'm like, Oh, that would be so cool if I could do that. So I think it really started you know, then in high school when I started really reporting
0: on it. Mm, I, I'm actually taken aback that you, y'all you had lacrosse in high school? Yeah, we were interesting.
1: a big lacrosse school. That,
0: really? Whoa, mm-hmm. oh, that's very interesting. We had the traditional sports. We didn't even. Right. I don't think I. <laughs> that's actually very interesting. I don't think we even had. I don't think I knew what lacrosse was. A, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, what, other, what other sports did y'all have?
1: we had like everything so we had football we were really bad at football that's why we were not yeah, we
0: were too. I was on the team we didn't do too much. <laughs> Wait, what <laughs> was your was, position uh,
1: was well, what did you play
0: uh well, position uh, I played a lot of DV I was a lot of corner uh very undersized corner uh so didn't always work out the that. way it was supposed to for me at least uh but I ain't gonna say my contribution was as big as it needed to be I feel like I could have been more <laughs> Uh, <laughs> coach obviously didn't think that, so uh, I ain't I ain't get the chances all the time. But when I did, I I, I did I did my you made part. the most
1: of it. <laughs> I, I'm sure you I, made I the most of I it. I hope
0: I did. Um, don't go look up any film because uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, not Hudel. Yeah, <laughs> not huddle. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I was an undersized corner, and uh, that's kind of why my sports. Because before I even wanted to talk about sports, I wanted to play sports like most people. Uh, right but you know we have them dreams and those things kind of get shattered immediately yeah. especially me. so that's kind of where that's kind of how my sports interests uh came to pass but yeah you were saying but oh I didn't mean to cut you off but you were saying no it's okay uh, yeah so lacrosse football yeah it's interesting to me I, I feel like because I still don't know a good thing about do you do you keep up with lacrosse now
1: yeah, so I actually wrote a piece about the lacrosse team here in, Austin, in Texas, um, yeah. which we have one. It's a club team. Um, we have I a keep lot of up.
0: club teams that don't. We have a rowing team, and that still blows my mind. But it's
1: pretty cool. I'm like, that's really awesome.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. I think I could definitely see myself in the rowing if I would have knew about <laughs> it beforehand. But lacrosse yeah. is also very interesting to me. Again, I don't know too much about it, but... Um the games I've watched and when I go to the, uh what's the field called? Um Caven? No, um the intramural uh Oh,
1: whitaker I
0: can't Maybe? think of the name, but it's not important. Whenever I go out there and I um it might be Whitaker actually, but whenever I watch the cross out there, I don't know. I, I've always been interested in it, but again, I don't know not a thing about it. So that's uh very interesting, but like you said, um kind of transitioning because what I always and I've told you this before what I find what I admire about you is that and I want to know if you knew this beforehand but like journalism and sports there's such a male we talked about this right such a male dominated field and uh, I don't women aren't getting the opportunities. I don't know what the current climate is, cause I've kind of dived a little way, a little bit away from the journalism newsroom side of things, but uh, women definitely don't get the opportunities that men get, especially in sports journalism. And I, I'm curious to know your thoughts on that. And um, yeah, kind of your thoughts on that and kind of what you, cause obviously it didn't discourage you from pursuing a career in sports journalism now. So I guess if you wouldn't mind kind of your thoughts on that. Um, And I guess how that didn't deter you from wanting to pursue a career in this field.
1: Yeah, I think if anything, like the lack of women in a newsroom is definitely what pushed me to want it more. Because I mean, growing up, you know, you have your idols, the women that you look up to in the industry, but there's so few That like when I came to college, I was and decided that this is what I wanted to do. I kind of like said it to myself. I was like, I just want to show people that like, if I can do it, then literally anybody, you know, anyone can do this. Like, you know, it's all about hard work. It's all about just like knowing your stuff, studying, being the best that you can be. And yeah, obviously like there's different, a different set of challenges that women have to go through to, you know, get these positions. And like, I've definitely like been lucky in a way that I haven't fully experienced it. But I think my thoughts on it is that, you know, there are, I'm seeing a lot more women in the newsroom. We have like a a lot more women in the Daily Text and in the sports department than I've ever seen when I, you know, in other internships too, like I'm seeing women working in the newsrooms and I don't know, like, I think the environment is changing. Mm -hmm. I mean, is there a lot of work to be done? Absolutely. But I am seeing more of it and it's really exciting because, you know, we need more women voices in a newsroom, especially within sports.
0: Yeah, no, 100%. I couldn't agree with you more. Um, I guess kind of talking about, was this something you were aware of before you decided to come into UT and pursue this? Or when did it kind of, well, I don't want to talk about when did it strike you, but kind of, did you know this kind of going in?
1: Yeah, kind of. I, like, I mean, like. an
0: idea of it, I guess.
1: I had an idea of it. And obviously, you know, when you're just talking about sports in high school to like random boys, boys will be like, well, you don't, you don't know anything about sports. Like who's the pitcher for the Braves? And you're like, what? Like, we're not, we're not talking about the Braves, you know, but it really hit me when I was doing, um, when I was covering baseball for UT and I stepped into the newsroom and it, or the press box. And it was like my first like official press box that I had ever been in. And it was just me and a bunch of guys. And I was like, oh my God, like, yeah, I guess there aren't a lot of women who do this, you know?
0: yeah but no i think uh like you said it's kind of pushed you to want to do this more and again that's why i think it's so cool uh because i know a lot of people you probably if you go into a setting where a lot of people don't necessarily look like you or stuff like that and i deal with this too right i go to ut uh four percent black population all the the above right so i see this on a day-to-day basis right but I, i like uh i like how you're saying that even though you situation like the press box people didn't look like you and uh but for, but somehow some way it still inspired you to want to do this more
1: yeah absolutely
0: which is I I don't know I think that's something to applaud like I said I think Thank you. that's definitely you know i you know me I I think that's <laughs> definitely that's definitely why I want to have you on because again um that's such a hard thing to be in, in a setting that where people who don't look like you and stuff like that. And a lot of people get discouraged from that, that reality. Right. Um, I guess, but I know you you cover a lot of things that um, you, you cover fashion as well and sports as well. Um, is sports still sort of the forefront thing? Is that what you kind of see yourself pursuing full-time?
1: Yeah, I think like we talked about last time, like I love sports. But the biggest thing that I want to do, whether this be in sports, whether this be in music, whether this be in fashion, is just like I want to tell stories about people. And like, that's why I love sports so much, because I feel like, you know, when an athlete speaks out about, speaks out about an issue or is yeah. talking about something, people listen and people pay attention. And they have a platform that not a lot of people in this world have. And, you know, being a journalist, like you should just be there to amplify them, to be there for them and to listen to them. And because these athletes have a lot to say, they're, you know, they're normal people just like you and me, but, you know, they have really cool stories, really good backgrounds that, you know, can inspire people or, you know, educate people on certain things. And that's kind of why I keep into, keep, you know, staying on this path because I just want to like facilitate, tell the, like telling those stories and, you know listening to them and meeting new people i feel like that's really exciting
0: yeah i guess one thing we could touch on is how we both took the uh the course i can't the name escapes me but how it sort of intersects sports yeah. into things that people really don't think about, like environment and culture, like, and it kind of, you know, because I'm talking about the only yeah, contemporary <laughs> issues in sports. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So um kind of doing that. And I saw the article you wrote about the eyes of Texas and all that stuff that goes on there with the volleyball team. Um Would you say that class has kind of allowed you to uh, dive into things like that, where sports are interwoven with different societal elements, uh and sort of different venture things. And if people who don't know, let me kind of back give a little backstory. Eyes of Texas is have it's a lot of controversy around it, a lot of um attached to a lot of bigoted racist uh menstrual things that I don't even want to touch on too much, but Um, It's a lot of controversy going on with that song right now in the in the Texas community. And uh, like I said, I like the piece you wrote, because, again, it dives into kind of how sports because people don't think about how sports can be interwoven with different issues and different uh, elements of that kind, you know.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that class was kind of the class where I realized like, hey, like I don't have to just be a beat reporter and write gamers every week or like. I think that class for me made me realize that like people care about issues within sports, even though people want to say that they don't care about those issues, Mm. you know, like we're seeing with, you know, the eyes of Texas with, you know, some backlash that fans are getting athletes for not singing the song or, you know, whatever it may be like those stories about those players who decide to stand up and do something that matters to them. They're important and they are just like, they further go to show, you know, how important like athletes voices are in our society and how they need to, you know, continue speaking up. And I want to cover, you know, those big moments, like when the women of the Texas volleyball team, all were huddling together instead of singing the eyes of Texas last week, it was like a surreal experience. And it was so cool that I got to be there. It was so cool that I got to ask them questions about it after, you know, I think those stories are kind of what pushed me to keep going on this path, regardless of, you know, there not being a lot of women, regardless of there being, you know, issues within like the industry itself. Like, I think that's what really keeps me going on it. Just stories like the one I wrote last week. I, I love those kinds of things.
0: Yeah, no, me too, and I think you do a great job at uh, oh, sort of giving the full picture. Because um, another thing, misconception that only sports can be it's just stats, and it's just we write about what happened in the game itself, what happened, but so many things go on outside that no one even right. talks about. And uh, absolutely, like I, said, I think you do a great job at that. Um, Thank you. I guess I don't want to like I love to get flowers on this podcast, sort of like the flowers that you have on the uh on the <laughs> on the background there. But uh, I I love to get flowers out to people. And uh, I'd be hard pressed to not talk about how you got the right for Sports Illustrated and how you got to contribute to that. So like sort of similar to how we talked about um, uh, kind of if you wouldn't mind kind of talking about that experience uh, for you. And uh, I know it was cut down due to COVID and I know you didn't get that full experience, but. um. I know you got, I know there's a lot of good that came out of that. So if you wouldn't mind uh, talking about that experience. um.
1: Yeah. So yeah. For those of you that don't know, I worked at sports illustrated from January, 2020 until August of 2020. Um, The way that I got the internship is that UT sends one person from the Moody college to intern there um, during a semester. So about, about, I don't know, I guess it was in November. Um, we thought the internship was getting canceled, um, mm. last November. And so I was like, Oh, whatever. You know, I had been like dreaming about this internship. I, you know, worked so hard to just like, feel like I was even good enough to apply, um, probably getting canceled. So I was like, you know what, whatever, maybe it's meant to be. But then at the end of you know, right before Thanksgiving break of 2019, they go, okay, the internship's still on, send your clips, send your resume, send whatever, all those things. And, you know, I was really lucky and I got chosen out of a really competitive pool of like my colleagues. And it was obviously really exciting that I got chosen. Um, Especially, you know, I knew exactly the people I was going up against and they're some of the most talented and brilliant people that I know. So it was really special. And, you know, working there was just like, like a dream come true it was the most amazing experience of my life
0: and that's another thing that's underrated as well uh you we get to these competitive schools and uh like you just explained it's so competitive everything is a competition at uh, Texas yeah. right every every single thing right and uh something I touched on we was talking uh a while back was kind of at times this even got me like man this is uh because again I I don't I didn't come from this, right? And what I mean by that Ah. is it um, went to a high school where competition wasn't that big of a thing. Like, I mean, I don't think anything can prepare you for what Texas is, but um, I definitely didn't envision kind of what the experience has been. And I mean, there's definitely been low moments, right? I see um, whenever there's a, um, whenever I see my peers doing such and such, you know, Uh, it definitely reflects on me in a certain way. Um, I don't get too much into that either. Um, But so you, uh, if you wouldn't mind kind of talking about the experience itself, um, like I said, I know it was cut down due to COVID, um, but kind of some of the takeaways you, you did get to take away while you were there.
1: Yeah. So I was there until March. Um, So I worked in the office for about a month and a half and it was like, It was unreal. My, my primary job was I was fact checking articles going into the magazine. So that kind of entailed a lot of research, a lot of phone calls, just things like that. But the, the thing that I took away from the experience was just like how much I love working in a newsroom, especially a newsroom like sports illustrated where, you know, this is like some of the best minds in sports, but also you just kind of realize like these people who I read and look up to are just like normal and just like you and me. And we can talk about anything. We don't even yeah. have to talk about yeah. sports. Um, So that was really cool. And the connections I made, the relationships I made were like unparalleled. Um, And it was I think the other thing that I took away too is just like what we were talking about earlier. Like there were women in the newsroom and I was a woman in the newsroom and I was also an intern. Like I'm the lowest on the food chain (laughs) or at least I should be. And I felt like completely respected, completely listened to completely like, just part of the team, even though I was an intern. And I think that's something that's really special. And, you know, in my other internships, I've definitely felt that way and I've been lucky, but I know that's not the case in every newsroom in America. So I felt, you know, really lucky and like, really, it made me happy to see that, you know, if this is the top, if this is the the best that I can get, then this is exactly what I want you
0: know yeah but I know and I also know you went through a, a lot of hardships in that process too COVID just started you were in a foreign state <laughs> you were in New York I think that was your you think you said that was like one of your first that was your first time in New York and you it was, moved out there
1: it wasn't my first time but it was okay. definitely my first time living there which yeah. was, and it was amazing January cold oh my god so on. cold so, so yeah. a lot of
0: hardships that went into it and then um, obviously the onset of COVID um, how did that kind of Uh, I know other than it shutting down, I know you were a lot, you were, there was a lot of concern you had on your end, especially not being, you know, being able to be home. You were kind of stuck there for a little while, I guess. How did COVID kind of, um, play into that experience as well?
1: Yeah. So I, it was
0: weird, obviously.
1: So I, when I lived in New York, I lived with a elderly couple who had like a spare room and i was just staying with them which was so nice and i love them and i'm so happy that like i got to you know live with them and everything yeah. but obviously when covid started happening there were concerns like they're an elderly couple Wonderful. i'm going on the subway every single day to go to work i'm going out to eat at restaurants you know like if i bring it back in like these are these are people who covid primarily affects mm. so that played into it the last day in the office was strange. We didn't think it was the last day, but my boss was just like, you know, take your stuff, just work from home until Wednesday. Never came back. It was, I think, March 11th or something. And then I kind of started to realize that, you know, COVID was this really big thing and Mm -hmm. that I was about to be stuck in New York um, because there were rumors, obviously, that New York was going to shut down its borders and that you couldn't get out or get in. Mm -hmm. So I obviously started to get really nervous. Um, What ended up happening was I talked to Kathleen McElroy on the phone and was like, you know, I don't feel comfortable here. Uh, can I just go back home for a month, work from home there, and then I can just come back when things are normal? She goes, yeah. So I didn't get on a plane, actually. My host family drove me about four hours south, and my uh, boyfriend at the time picked me up from the he went to school in virginia he picked mm. me up and we were like in the middle of pennsylvania he picked me up and then he and i drove down together from florida to florida which was an experience but yeah. pretty crazy
0: obviously i mean i couldn't imagine being in the like when when the onset happened i couldn't imagine being again kind of like in foreign territory like that's uh yeah that's a difficult thing to you know, it was weird that's, yeah it's a difficult thing to imagine i'll tell you for me one thing that came out of it um kind of when it's onset when sports shut down i guess that's kind of for me that's when that's when i kind of started to look at other options right because i'm definitely not in and i want to talk about this with you um, uh, how you've been able to kind of maintain that that love for sports that drive to pursue sports because when all this when sports shut down that's kind of when for me at least it was like I need to pursue other things. And obviously this is like a, a, this is a rare occurrence. Like this does not happen all the time. And I'm not worried about sports getting shut down and moving forward. But um, it definitely opened my eyes to different things like this podcast and other different things. Um, And I say all that to say, um, how has sports kind of been able to remain on the forefront of your mind I missed everything that's going on. That's a very terrible question but (laughs) yeah if that makes sense it does
1: it does and i think i think the thing that keeps me going back to sports is just what sports like represents in the united states like sports is everything here like you know i think what keeps me going is that like you said right now is kind of a terrible time to like kind of get into the industry but we're always going to have sports there's always going to be a need for reporters to cover sports and there's always going to be something happening within it. And also I just like love the excitement that comes with covering a game that comes with covering a draft or an upcoming season, anything like that I think really excites me. And obviously, you know, talking to athletes about, you know, their stories and what they've gone through, that's really exciting because I know if I write something about, Like Tom Brady people are going to read it and people are going to care about it and for me that that's that's what I want to do I just want to write about things that people want to read and want to care about so that's kind of what keeps me going back
0: for sure like I said I still love sports I've kind of got out of the field of wanting to cover it full-time but I mean I I watch the work you do and others do and it it, it definitely keeps it of my I'm still interested in sports I don't know if I could pursue it but um, you know we'll see what happens in the future one other thing i wanted to talk about um was when uh mariah taylor came in and she came to ut and that was such a dope experience um oh so cool and i remember telling you how they announced she was coming and they was telling us that women will be prioritized this event and i remember sitting there like I may I may not even get a chance to go and I was I was a little salty and I was a little upset but then it it all comes back to what we kind of talked about how that was so dope and how that was so important because again how the lack of representation in the field and um I understand now looking in hindsight why that was so important to make sure women were prioritized to get there because uh, if you see someone who's in this field um I mean that that's, and it's a, a, almost a rarity, right? I think that's uh, that was a powerful thing. So um, I really appreciate that experience. Um, what do you remember about that time when she came to uh, talk to us?
1: Yeah, it was so cool. I mean, obviously what comes out to my mind is I asked her a question and I remember like holding the microphone and being like, hi, <laughs> like so blown away by like her presence. But one of the things that sticks out to me most about one of the things that she said was specifically like talking about the way that women look in sports mm. she said you know i mean maria taylor is like absolutely gorgeous she's like six t- six two six three super I tall super amazing her.
0: and uh <laughs> yeah
1: I, l- <laughs> I look i literally look like a dwarf like yeah. <laughs> there's no <laughs> way to say it <laughs> and but she was talking she's like one of the things that's like really important to me is that we should have more women that look nothing like me that look that come in different shapes that come in different colors that come in different sizes, you know, because when we look at sports, like women within sports, especially in broadcasting, yeah. there's kind of like a similar feel to all of them except Maria Taylor, um, which is really special. But I really appreciated how she was just talking about, you know, we need more women who are short, more women who are tall, more women of color, more black women, Hispanic women, all sorts of women. And I thought that was really cool. Cause I was like, when I kind of got into journalism, I was like, I can't do broadcasting because I'm too short and I still think that and I'm not really I, yeah and I have no interest in doing broadcasting yeah, yeah, look, come on anyway.
0: Now. We about the same height. So if I'm gonna <laughs> pursue this endeavor, like I said, I'm writing is definitely not my forte anymore. I'm more a media based and I want to do podcasts, I want to do TV shows and stuff like that. So if you still think like that, I'm here to tell you that should not be a concern because if you look at me I'm gonna embody what you can do.
1: <laughs> like, exactly. I, I, Wait. Exactly. You are going to. And yeah, but for yeah. I don't know. I just I get scared in front of cameras. I just get too too it's, antsy. It's,
0: it's a learning curve. It's a learning. Absolutely.
1: curve. It's Absolutely. Absolutely. But I don't know. I just she was she was so cool. I wish she would come back. I loved her.
0: Yeah. No, that was a dope experience. I, she's. I, I think. Yeah. By far the my favorite guest that i got to watch for the people who know i did get to see her i know i was bitter at first but i did sneak my he way he was in sitting behind was... me yeah and i actually i should have got that picture that we took i remember she we took a group picture with her I yeah gotta, i gotta get that from you i it's in my other phone um <laughs> but yeah i think that was a monumental uh thing and i'm happy that not only i was able to attend that event but i think it was really powerful for all the things that we've kind of talked about um so, no, now, now knowing what I do know about you and a uh, fear of cameras, um, is that kind of why writing is uh, the medium that you prefer, or is that what it is, or why? What is? Yeah. What, what can you convey in writing that you? I guess I won't say that you can't do in other things, but obviously you love to write, and I used to be yeah. the exact same way. So.
1: I think like being able to like paint a picture with words is like the coolest thing. Like Mm -hmm. when you read something and you can like see it in your brain and the cool thing is like everyone's going to read it and picture something totally different in their brain. But the fact that you're putting something on paper that people can imagine and people can see and feel, I think that for me in writing is like the epitome of like why I love to do it because you are conveying something that everyone is going to interpret differently, but get the same message out of it. I think that's really cool.
0: Definitely, no, 100%. Um, and if you ever want to jump into the broadcasting world, I will like, help you make the leap into <laughs> the broadcast.
1: Might be a while, but I appreciate that. No, no
0: problem, <laughs> for sure. But uh, obviously you do a great job in writing and uh, I love reading your articles and I appreciate it. And I know, like, Sports Illustrated is such a, I, that's still such a, I know you took a lot away, uh, took a lot from that experience. And I, we talked about this, I think, off name value, like sports illustrator ESPN, like that's just major to me. And I think that's uh that's so impressive. And I think that's a lot of the reason I really want Dab you want to talk about that experience.
1: Thank you. So-